I had you're a party, crazy. so I couldn't go back to work. <laughs> you're crazy. You're crazy, man. I can't. I can't believe you uh, spent the years in food service you did, and then you were just like, you know what I want to do? Own one of these motherfuckers. <laughs> like, when you told me you were buying a restaurant in the way where you like, actually work in it too. Yeah, exactly. When you told me you were you were gonna buy and, and open a restaurant, I was like, fucking Godspeed. <laughs> Godspeed. It's going bro. great, guys. It's going yeah. great. We're having like oh, Saturday sure level is. sales on a Monday and Tuesday. Oh, it's That's... killer, man. I'm so I don't know what's gonna happen this Saturday. I'm actually fucking terrified. Yeah. Uh so you are you're killing great. it. We're we're definitely proud of you. And it's uh I do hope to make it out there one day. I'd love to I'd love to go see your business. Washington Post, uh, this, the song Let's Go Brandon is just, was it, um, reaches iTunes top 10. <laughs> so I'm trying to pull up, pull up the lyrics for this song. It's, uh, <laughs> I don't know, I think it got banned from YouTube for some reason. I like so don't just... get the, like, I like don't get the Let's Go Brandon thing. Like, I understand what it is. Um... But it just like it 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 just seems very um it's it, it seems like I, something I think, it seems like something libs would do. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, like, but it's like why wouldn't they just say it? They're just in crowds. What do they care? But what was uh but what were they saying about Hillary last time? What was the chant last time? Lock her up. Lock her up, yeah. So, so it just follows the let's go Brandon and just and it's one of those things you can't you can't control the internet, man. <laughs> once once it's know. memified. <laughs> I it's, just don't understand why they're not just yeah. chanting "fuck Joe Biden." <laughs> it's like it's yeah. what they're saying. Oh, no, because yeah, no, but that's, because that's it's a whole, whole meme thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, they, they whole, were they are, chanting they "fuck it. Joe Biden," right? And then CNN was trying to cover it up yeah, and oh, said they were saying Brandon. "let's go Brandon" because there was a guy on the team at one of the events yeah, named was, Brandon. Yeah, he needed. And won so the now they just went with it. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and now they can say it anywhere it. now. Right, they're not going to say it anywhere. That's true. They can say it. They can sell it on. They can say it on television. Yeah, they can have it on t-shirts. They can have it on caps. I I low key want a t-shirt. I'm not gonna lie. Disgust. I just don't care. Yeah, yeah. I just don't care. But the thing is, they do. They fucking. They're chanting it everywhere, like sports events and stuff like that. Every chance they get, so. It's, it's yeah. becoming a rallying cry. Imagine that's yeah. the next one. You're at, you're at a Walmart and someone's like, let's go, Brandon. And from aisle seven, someone's like, let's go. Brandon. It just becomes a chain reaction. <laughs> Can't wait for that one. Yeah. It's, um, I do think it's like, it, it's, uh, I feel like with Biden, I have a hard time even imagining Biden having, like just knowing what I know about Biden, it's like I can't even think about him in a context where I'm like, oh, Biden is doing this and like fucking me over. I'm like, Biden isn't doing anything. So it's like 
I, I, it's, it's, I feel like we're just in such a like lock with Congress right now that it's just like, I just, I, I feel like I don't spend very much time thinking about Joe Biden. Do you? It, it's not that I'm not thinking about Joe Biden. It's more like, like, what is, what is the left doing to hold Joe Biden, at least hold the line? And we can go back to the bill that they're shaving off left and right. And at this point, they've taken so much of the bill that it's, it's now down from 10 trillion to six to 3.5 to two to 1.75 or something like that. And it's going to get and knocked down again. I guarantee it's not, I can almost guarantee it's not. Dude, they've taken out paid family leave, mm-hmm. medical leave, tuition, free community college, medical and dental uh, coverage. And right. uh, the one of the most important ones cutting or the ability to negotiate prescription drug prices. And it's gotten to a point that um, where the bill is going to be remembered for what it didn't deliver on as opposed to what it did. Because first of all, there is no, like, and I've been saying this over and over again, there's no good messaging. Like there's polls out showing now people don't really know what I think it was an Ipsos poll. Um, I think only 25, like they poll people and only 25% of the people believe that the Build Back Better bill would benefit them. Like that was the raw data yeah. on that. So that's that's crazy when when and that's all the stuff that's left out what i just said yeah so uh but like was it pre pre-k got in um and uh yeah they took out they took out you know the community college they took out the medicare expansion yeah they took out they took yeah they took out uh uh the maternity and paternity leave or you know yeah the exactly the parental leave um and uh i know they took some other things out. I know they took out some big aspects of the climate stuff and, and it's, oh, yeah. it's, that too. it's just, totally and it's like funny because I, I always like tell myself that I'm like, you're not going to get like pissed off by this because like, you know, that it's all just a farce. Like, it's not like there isn't actually any sort of real political battle going on here where like they need to, you know, work, you know, figure out something with Mansion. It's like no, Mansion's job is to purposely knock this down as much as he can at the behest of his donors and as it is with Cinema as well. And you know, they're going to fight him tooth and nail till they absolutely can't, you know, can go no further. And it's it's when I saw that Manchin was again saying he wasn't going to vote for the one five or the one seven or wherever it's at right now, it just was like, I still like had this moment where I'm like, how the fuck, like, how the fuck do like, are we at this point where we're just like allowing this to happen? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's, it is frustrating to see because it just, um, Basically, David Sorota was on CNN. I don't know how they got him on CNN. Or yeah, how. I don't know how. <laughs> he was to... So he yeah. was on CNN talking about how everything has been like America wanted change in 2008 and it hasn't gotten that change yet. So all those elements that led to this faux right wing populism could manifest itself into real right wing populism if Biden's plans don't deliver. And to be honest, Democrats haven't been delivering um and when you man i watched obama speak at fucking what's the guy's name from west virginia who's running for uh terry mccullough or whatever yeah, yeah. and he was he gave a speech and it was just like just be happy basically the paraphrase just be happy with what you got we do like just vote democrat like 
we ain't gonna get everything done, but we're gonna try. I'm like, what the fuck kind of speech is that? Like, what? What? What are you? It's the what least. It's about, the dude? least inspiring political message ever. They're probably just, one they're, of his worst so, speeches. I've like, ever. I've never been less inspired by the Democrats in my life than I am, you know, at at this current time. I just like, I expect nothing from them. My expectations are so low, and yet they continue to make them just like, yeah. I know they lower they the just, bar. And it's I like, know. And like, how how much lower can you go? Like, come on, I'm already like. This is, you know, and it's uh, just like it it's hard. Uh, I had to I had to like reach a point with it where I just kind of I had to start looking at it with just the the mentality of just kind of like helplessness to a point of just looking at it in a in a way of just being this is just utterly ridiculous. And I just kind of have to laugh at it for how ridiculous it is, not be like a doomer about it. But just like I can only spend so much time getting like my blood boiling over the fact that it's just like it's so broken. It's like the, where where it's at right now, like it's not a fixable. Like the people that are that are controlling, like is it not the Democrats, the people, people that are con- who are just like wrangling Biden's arms right now. No, but it's two people wrangling people. Biden's arms that they that the party doesn't actually care is wrangling their arms. It's all fake. It's all fi- it, it's not like this round not this-, this round it's them who's the fall guy basically. Yeah, there isn't yeah, exactly. It's just the rotating villain and it's just they want people to be like, "Oh, if we can just elect more people, uh, you know, we just it won't even Joe Manchin and Cinema won't matter." And it's like, "Yes, they yes they fucking will." Um yeah, it's like it's hard to it, it's just it's hard to spend too much time like getting really furious about it because it, it's just the more establishment members of the Democratic Party, they don't care that this is happening. Like they're just happy that Mansion and Cinema are there to take the fall on it, so they can be like, "Ah, oh, if we could just, if we could just elect more Democrats, like this is would it be a problem? Like, oh, what a shame, you know, what a shame, what a shame." And it's, um, you know, the, I mean, the party is just so beyond broken, and I, and I, you know. I do wonder, I know, you know, there's a lot of leftists saying it's like they do, they need to hold the line. And I agree. Um, but I, I must admit, I, I don't feel particularly hopeful about leftist ability to, to, to fight on this. Uh, of course not, because Obama's inspiring speech in Virginia isn't looking like it helped. Fucking yeah. Virginia election results are not looking good for the Democrats and rightfully so. What yeah. are they promising, and whether, and more importantly, what are they delivering? Like Obama, when he speaks, he acts like he wasn't president for eight years. Like sometimes, like dude, you were there for eight fucking years. Like you act like, and then you, we ended up with Trump after you left because you fucking didn't deliver on change and all that stuff you talked about. And it, it's like it's I I get so just kind of like. Uh, exhausted by the entire thing because it's like every now and then i make the mistake of of like doom scrolling on twitter and i'll like search you know that news story and it's like every one of these stories you go on to it about you know mansion uh uh you know fighting this and they're like oh if we we just need to elect more democrats or we need to primary mansion and i'm like dude i hate to break it to you people you're you're saying the opposite of what needs to happen to these people. And it's like the reality of what mansion deserves. I can't say out loud because I did. I don't feel like getting contacted by the fucking FBI, but it's like, that's the reality of what should happen to like these people. Like they're, they're quite literally like, it's, it's just, we're acting like this is all this, 
you know, just ridiculous political game. And it's like, dude, they're like taking out climate stuff. And it's like, we're, we're, we're not on the verge. Like it's already, we've gone over the other side of the mountain on climate change. And it's just like, they're still, we're still dealing with these little political theater things. And I'm like, Oh my God, dude, like these people need to go to the guillotine. <laughs> like, it's just like, <laughs> I mean, no, but if you think about it, like human, one of the, one of, uh, I can't remember the guy's name for right now, but I was watching uh, the Lex uh, Friedman podcast or listened to it. And there was a guy on talking about like violence in terms of like primates and you know, the evolution of humans. So there's the uh, reactionary violence and uh, the other one that you can't, you can control. So obviously human beings have gotten away from reactionary violence a lot. So, as a result, through history, like what would happen back in the day? Like you just said, guillotine the motherfucker. Like that was that's what happens. As human beings are less violent in in general over time, I think that's also another <clears throat> like a aspect of you know human society that they're taking advantage of now. Like leaders we hardly all- ever get fucking beheaded th- anymore, right? That's not right. Thing. But it, it's it's also, you know, obviously because of the mix of the Internet and the security state age, that obviously is a is a factor. Um, yeah. But also, like specifically to speaking to it about America, though, it's that they've they've become very efficient at making sure to constantly be chipping away at quality of life while keeping it high enough that people will not. It's like, you know, we've seen examples of people, you know, going over the brink of their frustration and massive protest. You know, we saw it last year with, did you watch George. that Charlie Kirk? Um, Absolutely. Not. Where... I, I don't, I don't, I don't watch right. anything. I don't so know. They, how, I don't know how you do this to yourself or you watch these videos. Someone's yeah. got to keep an eye on the enemy, man. That's, I don't know. I gotta see, you got to see how their brains work. And it's crazy because, you know, he, him on his podcast, he'll say a whole bunch of stuff. Then him on tour talking to his, I want to say constituents. Um, so this guy show comes up and he's straight up advocating killing the other side. It's Just crazy. Straight up. Like, he's like, yeah, we, what, he's like, when do we get to exercise the second amendment rights? When oh, is I did the time? see, the- I did see like some crazy statistic. I don't remember if it was quoted in like Politico or the times, but uh, this crazy statistic that something like 55% of people who identify as Republicans believe that, you know, violence is uh, becoming the only answer to deal with, you know, their their uh, political opponents. And it's like, it's fucking But that's crazy. my point, though. Historically speaking, when push comes to shove, it's always been violence. <laughs> it's well, and that's that's the truth is it's like it's 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 ridiculous. America is immune to this. It's no, America, people- Americans think they're immune to this. I mean, Americans have this attitude that like, you know, anytime people get really, uh, you know, start saying really horrible shit about politicians, they're like, you know, we're the, the, we're falling. We are, you know, how could we have come so fallen so far and like the discourse and it's like, motherfucker, like this is like, this is nothing new in like civilized history. Like if leaders are fucking doing a terrible, terrible, terrible job for people. Like eventually the floodgates open and like people will die. Like it's, and it's, you know, it does, it, it happens. I mean, this is also <clears throat> the, the power centers of uh, America trying to, to quell anything, anything populist. If you go back to right. FDR, why was he elected four times in a row? Why did the Democrats have like what some crazy number, eighty percent or seventy plus percent in both houses for four 
almost four terms or whatever. Right. It's because they had policies that improved everybody's lives. Every right. single American. So people voted for that shit. And then the power structure comes in and they've been chipping away slowly but steadily for the last 90, 90 or so years. Like, if you think about it, we had peak worker protection. And like, if you think of the tr um, transition and the trajectory of the improvement of people's lives, and then you can literally see from Reagan onwards, it just decouples. Right. Like it expedites in terms of decoupling. The decoupling all already starts from what was it, ninety percent marginal tax rate during Eisenhower. Eisenhower right. was a motherfucking Republican, so it's it was all New Deal era, New exactly Deal era politics. And then yeah. and then and then you get the right saying, "Make America great again." Well, you talk about making America great again without talking about the policies that were in place to make "quote unquote" America great. So I don't. That's that's it's, that's where it's all been, but it's me. it's all been though like years and years and years of chipping away at people's brain. It's like you know, there's obviously that obnoxious. <clears throat> that the final obnoxious, nail was Citizens United, dude. I think that was like. Oh, I think Citizens United yeah. was the thing that has absolutely ex you know expedited this thing. And I this is where we are of, right. Now. I think the repeal of Glass Steagall under oh, yeah. Clinton was it was a that's huge one, um, and then. Yeah, I think Citizens United and also just I think that the true chance we had to at least end up somewhere in the middle where it wouldn't have been too terrible would have been for o Obama to not bail out the banks. In, that was a fundamental OA. mistake. <clears throat> yeah. Was... I mean, well, I mean, it wasn't a it wasn't a misstep on his part. It was it was he, he was I don't think he spent very much time wrestling over that decision. Um, but uh, yeah. You know, it's 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 fucked. It is. It's it's wicked fucked up right now. Um, and you know, it's it's so sad to me that the things that are in this plan that actually would, you know, change people's life in a material way for the better. It's just, and it's that's what I'm saying. This bill, even if it passes, it's going to be remembered for all of the things we just quoted that aren't in the bill. So it will, yeah. I mean, it won't get remembered at all. It's not yeah. going to get remembered at all. Like even even on the View, they were talking about it, and they were shitting on this bill. The, basically, you know, supporting everything Bernie's proposing because if you're shitting on the bill for not having enough, that means you are, in essence, supporting what Bernie wants as well. So oh, yeah, like, managed, how, what's the point yeah. in having you know caring for old people if they're you're not going to give them vision and dental? Like, oh yeah, they're it's, old. It's, like we like they need teeth, and I don't get it. It's just yeah. It's what it's everything. It's everything that for years and years and years, uh, it was just conditioning by media to just make these people feel that just they're like no one is entitled to anything. Yeah. And what about the billionaire tax uh, taxes or not taxing the billionaires? That's another one. So they even bring that up on the View as well, which is crazy because right. it's, and not it's a, like because a lot of a lot of people get their political opinions, which is very sad to say, from the View. And it, so and the it, fact that they're even talking about it is uh like is did you see thing. that did you see that um did you see that uh like news report about this meeting at the UN that happened this week and like they're like talking about climate and uh you know how how we are you know we're going over the line like the line has been crossed and it's like if we don't start to it's like we're far but we're past the point of like oh we're going to see changes like obviously we're seeing the fucking destructiveness right now um, but it's going to get so much worse. So we need to stop 
And uh, it's just like, you know, I keep getting these notifications on my phone about this going on. And it's like, we're splitting hairs with like, <laughs> like Joe Manchin about this shit. And it's like, well, you know, what is Joe Biden supposed to do? And I'm like, you know what, man, let me, let me tell you something a little bit about some old school <laughs> democratic politics. Like if this was fucking like LBJ and like, first of all, just so, you know, no one gets confused. Like fuck LBJ. He was a goddamn war criminal. But when it came to domestic policy, like the man knew how to do a thing or two. And it's like this yeah. dude, this dude would have already like drugged Joe Manchin and surrounded him with like a, just a room full of hookers and taken a bunch of photos and just like fucking had a mail to his house and been like, Joe, if you don't fucking get on board with this, like your political career is over. Like, it's just, it's, I don't even care like how dirty that kind of shit is. It's like, if, if, if these people were truly like passionate about getting this shit done, they would play the kind of super brutal politics that exist in the real world. Yeah. But when it's something, when it's something that they really want, people will absolutely play those kind of politics and they will release stories that will ruin people's career. And they'll. it's like, come on, you're telling me, you're telling me that like, People within the Democratic. How come Joe Manchin has no skeletons in his closet, man? Of course he has skeletons in his closet, but he serves a purpose to them. He serves a purpose to them. And so they're like, why would they release it? Joe Joe Biden doesn't care about what Joe Manchin is doing. He doesn't give a shit. Or if he does, it's the fact that Joe Biden really didn't need the left to to get like, you know, he didn't really need to court the left in the elections. He still doesn't give a shit because he thinks he can carry the center. He did, which he is did a it. fun. He I think it's a fundamental it. miscalculation going into the midterms, though, because mm-hmm. it's it's not gonna look like it's good because you know they with say, inflation and all this other stuff. It's not they're gonna have a good case against the Democrats. They say the that they do not too. need the left. They say that they don't need the left, and maybe they don't need the kind of leftists that are the like most loud and the most ardent leftists that you know maybe get their voices inflated in media for shock value but i i can tell you that like i know a lot of people who were bernie fans who sucked it up and voted for biden because they felt that they needed to just get trump out of there even though they were miserable to do it and it's just like i i've never seen people less inspired by a democratic president in my life like it's just like people are just like, dude, this guy fucking. Because pe- people like, voted for Biden in the first place just to turn off the loud, like just to turn the volume down. So That's many people it. voted for Biden just to stop the nonsense. They just wanted yeah. the, they just wanted the not they just wanted the fucking media nonsense about Trump to stop. Like dude, yeah, like fuck. every night was something different. And they oh just, my god, yeah, exactly. Dude, like we were we were sitting at my my in laws' house the other night for dinner and. I know I've bitched to you guys about this before, but like they, she, my mother-in-law watches Lester Holt and NBC news every for weeknight. And like, they were talking about the bill and my wife and I were just like, Biden sucks. Like, it's just like this, this is just so shitty. And like, she just goes, yeah, but you know, at least there isn't any drama that we're hearing about every night. And it's like, this is like all that matters to you people. It's all that matters to you people is just that like, you, you don't have to like hear the Trump stuff. Everything else is just, everything else is okay, just nothing. Wait. It's just, you know, background noise. doesn't matter. And that's like carte blanche. That's what Obama got. And that's what Biden is. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like it's a, this is laying the groundwork for another 
Trump run or Trump-esque run, another fake populist from the right to corral all these voters because the Republican Party's lost control of their base, dude. They the have, Republican Party the line. is lost. So hard. It's so funny to watch. Like it's just, it's hilarious. What's so crazy though is that like when I think about the Republican Party, I'm just like it. It is so difficult for someone who lost a presidential election while they were in office to, to get that office back. Um, because we, you already have a reference for how they're going to do the job. And it's very hard to imagine Trump managing to do it again, to, to win again in the same regard. I look at it and I'm like, who else though? Cause it's just like, there's just no one that realistically I think is going to be able to capture enough of it because the entire Republican party is split down the middle of like people who are like conservative leaning, but like don't want to have to be involved with the Trump shit, but also hate Biden. And it's like, I just have a feel. I have a feeling it's just going to, no matter what, I think it's going to be an incredibly low turnout election. I think it's going to be an incredibly low, low turnout election. Um, the Republican base is going to turn out. No, but it, they Trump probably is. won't, though. It's like you got to, you got to, you got to remember, dude, that like if Trump Are you is sure? not, look if at Trump look is at not the, the nominee, live elections, dude. If, if Trump, me. if Trump is not the nominee, like I, I believe it can happen on a uh, on a gubernatorial. But level. that's what it I'm saying, even, dude. It can happen on a House even... level, on a Senate level. But if if it other like if if Trump does win the nomination. You're going to have the Republican Party split, not to the same level it was in in 2020 election, but it will still be split. And you'll have independents going back and forth about if they even I think there's going to be a huge amount of people that just don't vote at all in the election. And I could see Republicans winning just because of such low turnout overall. But it's I don't like I think the Republicans are in a really tough spot president presidential election wise because it's like there's going to be a lot of people that don't want trump and there's going to be a lot of people that don't want a wicked fucking boring republican because the trumpsters won't come out for them so it's like at least that's what i think is the case now i think i think the republicans are in a bit of a tough spot president wise but it doesn't matter because they'll control they'll control the houses of congress they'll they'll have the senate and they'll probably get the house so it's like it won't matter anyway they'll be able to stop anything biden wants to do um, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the exactly. Republicans will well, take it right back. But I just like I don't know. I feel like it's going to be really hard for Trump to take it back. I mean, think of it this way, dude. Like Biden's not really getting shit done with with both houses. Oh, I know. Barely with both houses. What? So if they fl- end up flipping and start obstructing, because obviously we know that's that is their gameplay. Um, it's not going to be a good last two years for Biden, which is going to wind up. Like I said, we're going to be back to square one with like, they're not like this. Let's go Brandon thing. That's why I'm keep coming back to this. I feel like this is a mantra that's going to just keep building and building and building. And they're going to use this to drive that base out. And is it though? I feel like it's just like the locker up chant. I don't really think it like, Hey, the locker up chant worked, man. <laughs> it because did. Think of it this way. Let's go. Brandon is what? Fuck Joe Biden. Basically. Right. Why? Because he's fu- He's not delivering. So right. if you can get the normal person on board, like, what has Joe Biden done for you? Nothing. I, well, fuck Joe I Biden. I think the Republicans can win. I'm not saying I don't think the Republicans can win. I'm just wondering if it's going to be a Trump guy 
or like a weird hybrid of both because does it it's so it doesn't matter though it is so hard for a, a politician to make it back into presidential office over after having lost an election already like that's it's incredibly incredibly difficult but depends do you agree, on the do you agree in? are you like do you have an opinion on this no okay all right, nice. no. all right cool <laughs> full disclosure i have not been paying attention to any of this oh okay, oh, okay. Right. <laughs> you're definitely nas today yeah you're definitely yeah, sure. nas. yeah i'm playing pretty good today not... i'm taking a back seat no, no worries no at worries. least you're not driving while doing this like, yeah yeah nas not in a, yeah. not in his secret taxi or whatever but yeah i think i do think if i do think if if Kamala, if they try to throw it to Kamala, I think it's oh over right God. there. I think we'll, I it, think, it, I think we'll get crushed. Um, and it's, it's hard to tell, like if Biden, like I feel like Biden will probably just run again. It's like, I feel like they'll probably want him to, because like, I feel like they know that Harris would lose. Or yeah, they know that what they do they know is that. completely. Uh, fuck over Harris and like inject Pete or some shit. <laughs> I feel like they haven't been propping Pete up enough to to make it like that. But I mean, you never know. I feel like they would have to give Pete some sort of signature thing to hang his hat on. Well, he had the documentary, so. <laughs> I saw a bit of it. It's, that uh, that kind of that does it, right? Yeah, it, yeah that, it, you never know. It reminds me of like you know pre like a concert, like you know a band going up to do their like best ever, biggest ever show, something like that. And he he didn't win, so I don't understand like why. What did he actually accomplish? But anyways, I digress. Uh, he oh, hoped too you high. Want, you wanna you wanna put this up? It's uh, our. Our boy, uh, favorite person in the world, Nate Silver. How popular is Joe Biden? So you had 50%, 50.8. You want to scroll down? No, that's me. Sorry, I'll scroll down. There we go. You got to scroll sorry. down the wheel. I'm sorry. There you go. So 42% approval. That's currently. That's yeah. why I'm a little worried, Ben. That's That's... But like, what are you That's worried why. about, Nabil? Like voter it, turnout, because obviously the left's not going to show up to fucking vote for Biden or anybody in the midterms if they don't get this bill passed. Yeah, but have you have you considered have you considered though that like the Democratic Party just like doesn't care? I, I I do. That's that's my issue as well. That's my main fuck. They don't fucking give a shit. That's yeah. Like I think I think I think they're, they're setting up. I think, I think they just look at Trump's base and they just go, "Fucking, let's just ride this fundraising gravy train as long, like as long as we can." And they're just like, I think they just don't really care. I think they'd like to have the presidency. I think every party would like enjoys having it, um, but uh, I don't think they ultimately care that much about losing it maybe i'm just it's easier cynical. being the no dude you're right because it's easier being yeah. the opposition you raise more money and you don't have to do shit yeah you just you yell know? at the other side exactly and it's like when 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 they're not in power they don't have to use these they don't have to use these uh uh like their own people in their party to prevent 
legislation from happening. They just get to blame it on Republicans. And it's much easier to fundraise off of Republicans than it is off, you know, Joe Manchin and cinema. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think, I think they just don't really care that much if they lose. I think they'd love to win, but I don't really think they care. Is it official? Has uh, Terry McAuliffe lost in Virginia? It was like 23% reporting last, but he's getting crushed. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Biden took that state 54 to 44. Mm-hmm. So he destroyed Trump in that state. Dude, there's and- a lot. You got to remember that there is a huge segment of the upper middle class population that does not see the current system as bad. There are certain things that they think are minor inconveniences that, that that could be reformed to make them more convenient. But people who are of the means to afford health, like good, you know, high quality healthcare for their whole family who have safety nets, who don't need to worry about when stuff breaks down, who don't need to worry about paying for their kids' school. They don't give a shit. They do not give a shit about any of these issues. And they are perfectly fine with they are perfectly fine with those things being taken out of the build back better deal. Like they are perfectly fine with the idea of uh uh you know more classic Republicans uh uh you know pulling the reins up on Joe Biden and, and slowing him down from doing anything that they'd actually not want them to do. So I, I mean, that's, that's at least the way I see it. They wanted Trump out. They hated Trump, but they don't like Biden. True. That's, that's their fault. But to be honest, like Biden kind of gives them what they, a bit of what they want anyways. Sure. You know, so like maybe they can start tolerating Biden. You never know. They're like, you know what? I don't know. I think I think Biden was all. I I think what it comes down to, and we all knew this in the 2020 election, Biden didn't represent anything except just not being Trump, which meant that when it came down to it, uh, uh, as far as his presidency goes, all he all he represented was just not being Trump, and there's not much beyond that. And it's like once you get Trump out of office, and you know, uh, you know, save for the people who still love to bring him up constantly, but the vast majority don't care that much anymore. It's it's then you're just focusing on what Biden is as a politician, and Biden is not an exciting politician who isn't putting forward anything all that exciting or innovating. And it's just like, so of course he's not popular. I don't know what people expected was going to fucking happen. I don't know. <laughs> We're going to be in for some choppy waters in the next few years. Yeah. So, and Kamala doesn't fucking help. So no, no, she doesn't help at all. She absolutely does not help at all. If so. anything, she hurt. I think she's more, uh, I think she's less popular than Biden. Oh, definitely. definitely. <laughs> Honestly, there's not one Democrat I can imagine running and doing well against anyone. Right. Tim Kaine. Tim Kaine. Tim Kaine. Not Tim Kaine. <laughs> yeah. Tim Kaine. Uh... <laughs> Unless he keeps speaking Spanish. Yeah. And you think oh, yeah. he's really going to cinch it up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mitt Romney. Ooh. Maybe Mitt Romney's transitioning into grifting into the Democratic Party. That's his transition. And he just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it worked for the fucking Lincoln Project. So. 
Ooh, Biden Romney ticket. <laughs> you guys remember in the election when there was like all those stories going out being like Biden may pick a Republican as his running mate? And I was just like, oh my god, I'm gonna fucking. I mean, they down. weren't pretty far <laughs> off. I, I'm on. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Uh, god yeah yeah i i commend you to be i don't i don't know how you manage to like keep you know like pay pay attention to uh a lot of the i don't know ben i feel like i feel like we get all end up getting stuck in a bubble and i I feel like we need to give each other reality check as to what's actually being said in these it's not some of it is they are concerns and the other uh, the other shit is like crazy shit i'm like come on like you are coming at it from a wrong perspective but there are genuine concerns among the other side and it's it's valid it's people need to be heard they can't just be like shut out of the whole thing people don't uh, okay so there there's a there's a positive correlation between um more stability in 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 a country or in a society when or less bigotry less vitriol uh, you know, the co- less culture war, so to speak, when there's a lot more economic cohesion, prosperity, and, you know, everyone is just having a better quality of life. So clearly the people are complaining about not having a better quality of life. That's the fundamental basic complaint from everybody. And this whole build back better, the slogan, and obviously your, your fucking moniker today is build back worse. And, you know, you're taking, you're taking the piss out of this whole, this whole slogan. But if you're not building back anything, let alone it being better, you're in for a fucking world of trouble in three more years. That's I, all I got to say. And that's all I worry about. And I, I can just, see it coming. I can almost see it coming again. Like it's it's just, just, and to be honest, Trump laid the foundation for it. So there's nothing to build on. The foundation is there for them to amplify their voices. To, to the oh. degree to the degree of what you know the dangerous the dangerous like right-wing nationalism and populism that does exist that is scary and I think the reason I, I do get so frustrated with the Democratic Party is it I I think it's hard to not feel kind of helpless in the entire situation because it feels like the entire economy, and just the system as it exists now is just like being held together with just tons of just like duct tape. It's just like the structure of it is just like covered and covered in duct tape. And they're not actually, there doesn't, and there's, that's not, what the population. there's not a genuine interest. Yeah. There's not a genuine interest in doing anything to actually like fix any, it's like, imagine it is like, imagine our system is like a scaffolding on the side of a building. And it's like, they're just there. They're just like wrapping rope and tape around these old scaffolding bars instead of replacing bars. And I think that that's the reason I have such a hard time looking at this with anything other than just a, a, a lens of just ridiculousness about the political theater about it is that we're pretending like the Democrats actually care about doing anything to doing anything other than just giving enough infrastructure so that they don't need to change any aspect about, you know, like anything, even at the basic, basic level. Um, we're not going to see any actual material change. They just want to keep it status quo enough that the economy just keeps rolling. You know, there's obviously like they are de- genuinely bothered by things like the, uh, they're they're genuinely bothered by things like the supply chain. Like you cannot fuck with American supply chain. That is that that is 
Americans ability to buy things is kind of the only thing that keeps shit going. So that, that is going to be a huge issue for them. No, of course, of course, but you know, the government's always going to be there to subsidize and, you know, provide uh, corporate welfare because that's what it's historically always done. So <laughs> on that note, I think as always on progressive rants, we like to see the positive <laughs> in in the days and years to come or at least uh, does. i do i try to but you know i gotta be real with you because uh like i said i watch charlie kirk i watch stephen crowd i watch all these guys for a reason and because they have ben shapiro fucking all of them i watch all of them i think i watch a good 50 50 balance of it and there are a lot of common themes from um, right-wing media, like a right-wing alternative media and left-wing alternative media. It's just how the lens with it, with what it's viewed with is what's different about it. So there's so, a lot of common, common points. I guess what I would ask is, and I think that this is the way I look at it. It's not even so much like I'm not a doomer in regards to it. I think I look at it as that in this current political moment and political climate, there is no realistic leftist challenge that can happen to this system until we have seen another recycle of the Democrats taking a big loss, a crazy right-wing candidate, unfortunately, coming to power. I just do not, I don't see a situation where there is something to be excited about for at least another four to, you know, four to possibly eight years. Not from and the Democratic side. That's what I mean. It's from the Democratic side, like something that there's like a movement that you can really put, I mean, obviously, not, you know, I'm saying on like the federal level, there's always things you can do on like the local level, um, you know, getting, getting involved in local politics, city level politics are obviously huge. And it's, it's definitely worth like, getting and high impact, though, that's high impact yeah, politics. It's, it's, can, that's high impact. impact that's high impact yeah. politics. And like getting organized in that regard is like always important. So you should never be a doomer about that. Um, but on the federal level, it, I think that we are at at least four years away from having another opportunity to do anything to, to challenge any aspect about, you know, what is, what is happening on the federal level. Um, but even in that regard, I certainly have a lot of a, a cynical mindset because it's like we saw in, in 16 and in 20, the democratic party's ability to come together to absolutely crush the left. So it's, it's going to be, it's going to be brutal. And I don't realistically see who the per, you know, like who the people that exist within the party now can, you know, really do something to challenge it. And to be honest, and we, we touched base on this earlier. Um, we talked about it earlier that I don't think they mind losing because they can still raise a lot of money. So it's right. all about the money at the end of the day. Right. So, right. Right. They don't, they don't mind losing it. But I, the point I'm making is that it's like, I feel like there's going to need to be another cycle where it's like where we lose and there's going to be some awful Cretan who, who gets elected um, where we're going to get to see, you know, another realistic challenge in a democratic primary. But even then, I mean, that's all contingent upon there being someone who really is, you know, a reflection well, of, of leftist politics, which I got, don't know. If we got it. We got to keep yet. We gotta keep Bernie alive for another twenty. Years. I don't know. Bernie, if you can do, I don't know even know if you can do it through elections. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm saying, I'm saying, even just at like the the lower level of being able to. Make well, see, that's the thing, Ian. Happen. The point. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, so this is on Ian's made a very you know clear point about this. This guy on Charlie Kirk 
was saying when asking him when can I, when can I exercise my Second Amendment rights? I understand the level is different, but the sentiment is the same. Like it's not going to happen through elections. That's what I'm trying to get. At. Like it's everyone feels the same. Everyone can start seeing that when prescription drug prices aren't are taken out of the bill, it's because pharmaceutical companies are paying money into the pockets of politicians. That's what I'm trying to say. Like a lot of people are on the same page as to why things aren't happening and why their lives aren't getting better. Right. That's what's, someone... that's what's crazy about it. They're not, it's like, again, as always with, with people who are like these crazy fucking MAGA people, they don't put their anger where it should be. It's like, they're like, yeah, at what point do we use our second amendment rights? I'm just like your second amendment rights to drag CEOs out of their fucking respective offices and line them up against a wall and shoot them. Like, yeah, you know, that probably should happen because it's like, it's the only fucking realistic <laughs> thing that would ever actually like start fucking scaring these people into doing anything. And even then there would be a huge amount of, you know, violence directed at, at anybody trying to go after these people. Um, but uh, uh, again, they just want to go after fucking, you know, they want to go after Antifa and fucking immigrants and <laughs> anybody who they think is going to try to teach critical race theory. They think they need to fucking shoot them. Um, Don't get me fucking started on that. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> oh yeah. Have you guys had like, have you guys had like people within the system bitching about, you know, like parents and stuff worrying about critical race theory? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna not even touch that. Oh come on, you have to come no, on. It's, no, it's it's too hot, too hot in my. Uh, my, Ian, you uh, know what you yeah. should do? You should put a recording into device into the teachers' room and then just start asking people what's up. We'll just we'll have a listen. She's funny. <laughs> be great. Dad teaching my son to be ashamed of who he is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which yeah, is what exactly shit. <laughs> oh my god i can't wait to get the fuck out of massachusetts Th that being said not that not that fucking new york city doesn't have the exact same kind <laughs> yeah, of fucking I was gonna assholes say, where are you gonna go new york has the exact same kind of fucking assholes except it has like it's either like a mix of exactly like those boston people or it's just like the most insufferable rich liberals that you've ever met oh my god bro uh, <laughs> guys, are we gonna start hanging out in the Facebook metaverse soon? Is that a is that gonna be the future for us? I still have not watched the. Uh, I still have not watched the video. I, I can't bring myself to do it. I it basically, watch. I watched the whole thing, and he basically says things that will happen. None of things. So I'm kind of pissed off. I used to have a lot of gaming crypto, and I sold all of that two weeks ago, and everything's up 150 fucking percent since he announced that. <laughs> I think what Chapo's I think what Chapo said about it is probably accurate that there's not really any sort of real you know no, I can't see anything excited because yeah, you need bullshit. you need VR and all that shit to like even be immersed in it so it's like how what percentage of well, Google does this all the time they'll come out with like some grandiose concept and get everyone and never about deliver it. and then they'll well, and then they'll like leak self driving dribble cars. out like little pieces of it. What like was the um, like Google Wave? Was this whole like interactive space? Didn't they even have Google, a safe Google Glass? Car? You guys remember Google, Google Glass? Glass? Yeah. What was the What was the Google social network that they ended up shutting down Orchid. after Google like Plus. Orchid or Orchid Google right? Plus or Google Plus? No. Yeah. Google Plus. Was it? Yeah, I think it was Google Plus. Um, and it was like they did. They, they tried to. They tried to. They tried to make it a thing, and it's I just like post yeah. a plus one. <laughs> yeah, I think that um yeah, I think that's probably what's going to happen with uh 
with Meta. Remember the Microsoft Zoom? That was a yeah. I had. I, I actually. I actually had a Zoom. <laughs> oh, you would. <laughs> yeah, I was like. I remember. I was like. I actually. I'm surprised it, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I did. I got a. I got a Zoom, and that was like one of the first more. Uh, uh, you know, shitty lessons I like learned. Where I was like, well got to give it to apple on this one they're just a little bit better here um yep. yeah yeah but the zoom wasn't too bad where is but it I, now <laughs> i broke it i broke was it, it brown, oh actually. you should have kept it dude you could probably like you know technological one of those was it was it the brown probably. one uh <laughs> no i had the black one and it had that like it had that like square touchpad on it um it actually, Intuitive. I actually did kind of, I did actually kind of enjoy the Zune. It had like, it had like a really nice large screen compared to the iPods at the time. Um, yeah, true. It did. It, yeah. So I, I actually did really like it, but yeah, man, that is so I funny. how heavy they were, dude. Yeah, they were, dude, they were heavy as shit. I don't miss having to, I so do not miss having to carry like a phone and a fucking MP3 player in my pocket, like an iPod touch. Yeah, but come on, come on. Think oh, about yeah. it. At the time, your whole fucking library was in there. You're like, fuck yeah, this is great. Oh no! I mean, oh, it was I totally cool. missed the curation of it. Yeah, yeah it was I so much more hours. work. There was so much more work that went. Oh, into you it. put yeah. you put blood, sweat, and tears into that. Yeah, that. But it was a better experience wow. because you would have. I remember being so proud. And, I remember yeah. being so proud of like finding like really you know uh, finding you know huge uh, artist discographies on Pirate Bay and being like, yeah, yeah just shit. Just look, I'm gonna get all in one swing. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god early days early yeah. days it's gonna be fun talking about the internet like 30 years from now to like a, i don't know 15 year old like oh the inconveniences will just like i mean it obvious there'll always be inconveniences did you guys grow on dial-up on their way around i grew up on dial-up yeah. i grew up on fucking like napster and limewire and yeah exactly all that shit. we're the weirdest yeah. generation uh, because we straddle it so perfectly in like we're the right, like yeah. upbringing of our like the fundamental years of our life like it's so easy to remember without it we we very clearly remember the end like i had coloring um, books we <laughs> very but then we on the other side clearly, we're yeah. deep in it oh we're so yeah. deep in it but we very very clearly remember like the pre like the four super times. technological age of, of of like the internet age of just like so everything truly just being do you at the tip think of your our generation defines it or do you think like the boomers or the older generation have like have a more because you know they're, they they're more susceptible to to misinformation right so who do you think harnesses it better or uses it better in terms of like just being able to i don't know, control more of it in a way like who gets more what's the word i'm looking for um who embodies it you mean yeah who embodies it more yeah exactly because i feel like sometimes i don't put everything out there on social media but i see like the older gen like my mom my aunt like my my wife's parents i think boomers i think i think that i mean even though it's a very tired joke online i do think it's true that like baby boomers overwhelmingly have fallen for all of the like things that they warned their children not to do on the internet. I mean, they, they yeah. seem to, it, it's like, they, embrace it. Yeah, the it's like, yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's like, they just, um, they just like fall down these like ridiculous rabbit holes. And like, I have always been very blown away by how 
baby boomers, like the way that they share their life on things like Facebook is like, it's just like, it's constant. Like it's constant. And they just like, almost always, they like always tell people what they're up to. And like, they always feel the need comment to like, on respond. everything. They respond. Yeah. They yeah. comment on everything and respond to everything. Well, that's and what I'm saying. Like, Who is dictating internet culture? So to speak, because if well, it not, depends on is what it, is it the posters the, the, or is it, the internet's not a like, monolith anymore. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're talking about it in a way. It's like Facebook it's just is second society. As far as Facebook as a Facebook as it's the, the way that uh, the way yeah. that we used to use it, that is 100 percent controlled by boomers. Now, Facebook obviously is still used a ton by people our age in specific private Facebook groups and Facebook Marketplace and things like that. Um, but Facebook is we we used to use it. That is that is one hundred percent in control. Yeah, exactly. At this point, like and Gen Xers, Gen well, Xers that's what I'm. Love, that's what I'm Gen saying. Xers so, like, love every Facebook too. Yeah, development and everything is going to be geared towards that. So that's what I was saying. So it's it's that's well, where, well, that's where the mainstream of internet is going to. Like, you can love gear, you can you know, it's, both. yeah, you can gear it. Yeah, at both. millennials are the hot target now for yeah. anything internet. Right. For they're they're, they're, they're Instagram, making a very. I saw some tweet. It was like you got the, an Instagram to follow. The swiftness my that they went from like, um, basically infantilizing our generation to now suddenly we're old and we hate Gen Z in like this like cultural narrative, and it just serves to like separate. We're the us, old ones now. Separate our generations and create conflicts, and so we don't gain like. Yeah. solidarity in class yeah but the whole yeah. but the whole point is like you know the boomer generation they control most of the wealth you know disproportionately and as, yeah. as well so like but inevitably so I, like so we're basically die. fighting a power they are going yeah, I know, but, to die. Like, yeah like they're going to die they're, it's gonna like, be the greatest transfer of wealth well in, it will and it won't basically. you know like it's, if it's, it doesn't it's get taxed it's gonna be the greatest theft of wealth that we've ever seen. Mm. It's gonna fucking get bought up by a very, you know, it's like it's gonna get yeah, bought up I, by I a very small it. amount of people. But it's uh yeah, like ultimately, like they will die, and like it will be Gen X and and millennials that will be taking the place of uh, you know, the people that run the country. Um, but did yeah, you, did you did you know when you inherit wealth? Your baseline switches to current day. So, like, say if you and your parents die or whatever, and you they bought it for say a dollar, now it's worth a hundred. When you inherit it, it's recalculated at a hundred, and then so basically all those gains you just you and on top of that you take out loans against your assets. So the wealthy never even run on their own. They just, they just park it in the bank and they just keep taking recycling loans after loans after low interest loans too because they have so the much best way, in the bank. The best way to transfer wealth to your next of kin or like to your children is five years before you are planning on you know going into something like an assisted living community is to sell you know is to give off all your assets give control of all your finances your assets everything to your children because if you can prove uh, uh, I think it's like over a three or five year period that you just are like totally out of money. You have access to all sorts of, of Medicare benefits of being able to like live in assisted living communities essentially for free. Um, and your children will be able to, whereas like if you have that wealth and you enter these communities, like you are able to, they're able to like charge you ridiculous amounts of money so that by the time that you do die, 
uh, you're not passing off any money to anybody. It's all just been spent on assisted living towards the end of your life. I'm talking for like people who are like middle class and upper middle class, not so much rich people. They already have, but yeah, that's how they, you know, that's how they get you. So many ways. Oh, oh so many ways. Class. Tax so class is one way. of the most interesting and eye-opening class. That's the one I was just like, oh. yeah, nah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Fun times. Very fun times. What do you think? You want uh, wanna... to... According, according to fun times, what'd you guys do for Halloween? Um... I, I I had a like horrible Halloween to be honest. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, know, I had like an absolutely horrible Halloween. We got we uh, we 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 got back from being away from the for the weekend, and uh, my in laws had watched my dog over the weekend. They like called and they were like, "Yeah, like you know, she was wrestling with the dog, you know, with their dog and having fun, and she it seems like she hurt her leg a bit, but we think she's okay." And I was like, "All right." And then, like, I picked her up, and she's very obviously not okay. And we took her to the vet yesterday, and she has a torn ACL. Um, oh, so, like, so like, I'm going to have a dog in the house, like, healing from an ACL injury, and she's not going to be able to do anything except go out to pee or poop for eight weeks. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> yes, so that was that was that was Halloween. That was Halloween. So that sucked. Oh god. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, that's rough. Fucking blows. How was yours? Did you guys, oh, mine I was nothing. Crazy. I handed out candy. Yay! That's that's great. Handing out candy should dad be. Mode. Did you dress up? No. Yeah, I dressed as the I dressed as the Joker chef. So I was in my chef jacket, but I still have to wear a mask. So I still got like makeup on the mask and pulled it down. And I got I'm, the whole staff. The whole staff dressed up. People came in. We had a Halloween contest. Someone dressed. We had a contest for dogs, kids, and adults. Someone brought their dog in like a Pikachu. <laughs> Nice. So we had fun. They made a party at the house after that, and then nice. it just kept going till eleven. So I had a lot of fun. Yeah, that was I. I kind of needed that. This year's been fucking hot, dude. Um, kept going till eleven. I fucking love yes. it. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Although that's like right now where I'm at. I, I couldn't even imagine doing that. No, but I've been doing. I've been doing doubles every day, dude. Like. Finally, that was the first night I didn't work. I made sure because I had you're a party, crazy. so I couldn't go back to work. That's you're crazy, you're crazy, man! I can't, I can't believe you uh, spent the years in food service you did, and then you were just like, you know what I want to do? Own one of these motherfuckers. <laughs> like, when you told me you were buying a restaurant in the way where you like, would actually work in it too. Yeah, exactly. When you told me you were you were gonna buy and, and open a restaurant, I was like, fucking Godspeed. <laughs> Godspeed. It's going bro. great, guys. It's going yeah. great. We're having like oh, Saturday sure level sales on a Monday and Tuesday. Oh, it's That's... killer, man. I'm so I don't know what's gonna happen this Saturday. I'm actually fucking terrified. Yeah. Uh so you are you're killing good. it. We're we're definitely proud of you. And it's uh I do hope to make it out there one day. I'd love to I'd love to go see your business. Oh, speaking of making it out of there, I might be coming next year at some point. Depend uh depends on my mom. You've been saying so, that for probably, three fucking years, homie. When I you know, know. This shit? No, no. <laughs> well, I'm, guess what? As the first of November, we are allowed to leave the country. So wow, oh, yeah. Wow. Has it? So has there been no Australians other than like you know governmental reasons leave? How like when is the last time there was like commercial international air travel? Oh, there's allowed? been flights, but like you need like an exemption, you need to get it like approved, and yeah. you can come back for like three months or two months or something like that. And then if you came back, you still have to be in quarantine. All this shit's done. As long as you're vaccinated, it's all done. 
Damn. So, so they're finally they're gonna they're not gonna like the uh, the fucking the Australian Gestapo isn't gonna fucking roll up on kangaroos anymore and fucking arrest you if you fucking post a picture doing something fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, they might. Have you seen the one where this guy just runs over fucking kangaroos in the outback just on no. a sheep or whatever? Was, Jesus yeah, this Christ, guy's that's just, horrible. Yeah, just Jesus. It is. It's yeah. I know. He just yeah. I think he got arrested. He definitely got arrested for that one. And he posts on social media. It's fucking horrible. That was a but yeah, people. Segue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where the fuck did that come from? I'm like making jokes about cops riding k- kangaroos, and you're like, you see that guy purposely slaughtering animals? <laughs> like, like, no. <laughs> no, but I think I might be coming hopefully second half of the year because uh, I'll need to. It's uh, it's been it's been too long. It's been way too long. Don't, I, I know it sounds funny, but I do miss I do miss you guys, and I do miss America. So. You you got plans to go to like you would not realize that if I if you guys heard the podcast but nah, I do love I do love that place I know I love it so much that I want to make it better but this we got to make my plan. little way sh- we got to make yeah we got to make plan us yeah let's rent out a little studio let's for progressive right, so guys, brands you're like uh, professional what is what is the what is the thing that we're gonna think of that Nas does that he hasn't told us that he does? But we'll come up with an activity to do that. Nas is gonna be like, oh, "Here's shit. two Instagram pictures of me already doing this." Strip like, club, strip club, surfing, strip club, Sur- surfing. I was gonna say, I do strip club. Hmm. I feel like Nas has done like escape the rooms. <laughs> okay real talk i did that once and i went in with the douchiest attitude of how much i was gonna hate it and it was a fucking blast was it was it a lot of fun? same here dude same i've never here. i've never done one i was like oh this is and i'll stupid. probably never do it again yeah but i had a lot of was fun. like all right i, I get it. i like this. how long did it take you guys to figure out the puzzle i don't remember it was a while ago it was like a 30 yeah. minute challenge and we did it like in 20 minutes it was like three or four rooms there's four rooms for us it was like casino theme, so everything like was, and the only I was like one of the only two people who knew anything about casino games. So they've been the they've four been other fucking, people just they've been training you motherfuckers for Squid Games for years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of Squid Games, did you see the 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 scam with the Squid Game coin? What happened with that one? People Which started is, buying. So basically, yeah. a company they changed their name to Squid Game Coin, and people started buying that shit because they're stupid. And it went all the way up. I fucking hope so, because it went all the way up to twenty eight hundred dollars, and within five minutes, it went down to zero point zero point zero 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 one cent. They ran off with like two million bucks. I heard about yeah, that. Yeah, it's they should have uh, stuck around longer. They definitely could have made like ten. Yeah, easily. But you know, Oof. they didn't get greedy. They're like, fuck it, we good. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't get greedy. <laughs> <laughs> you are such an asshole if you buy Squid Game coin. You deserve it. You, you deserve, deserve to get it. scammed if you buy Squid Game and coin. My biggest the, the number nine and number ten crypto right now are meme coins, which is what pisses me off. Like, I don't understand human beings, dude. Like I just don't. It, we're stupid. Ask <sighs> the richest member of the podcast. He's not here, but yeah, he's living it up on fucking Shiba Island. <laughs> Dude, Doge and Shiba combined are worth more than seventy billion dollars. Why? <laughs> but like, dumbest like, possible like, things that could like, happen. This is what I'm happen. saying. When it's like, when people are just like, when it's like, people are like, word, we're like, we gotta get more like 
Democrats in office. So we could just go around cinema and like mansion. And I'm just like, the entire US economy is being propped up by a fucking a, a fake fucking currency with a face of a <laughs> Shiba Inu cartoon dog on it. Like, shut the yeah. fuck up. Like, it's just like, that is your base. <laughs> so beyond broken. Like, it's just so. You know what's broken. worrying? What if they, what an. Hear me out here. What if there's a meme president candidate? Like they memeify a fucking presidential candidate. What's gonna happen then? What? What didn't they, they do that? Well, I guess. But like, you know, what if that's like how you win presidential elections now? Oh, it already what? is. That's like how Obama. Won. Was it Pepe the was it Pepe? Was that the frog? I mean, is it because of that or was it just I everything surrounding it? You should watch the documentary Feels Bad Man. All right. Yeah, it is actually it's actually a really interesting documentary. What's it called? It's like loosely about Pepe the Frog. Or is it Feels Good Man? I think so. It's either Feels Bad Man or Feels Good Man. But yeah, it's an interesting documentary about like the guy who started Pepe. Yeah. Like how he just got like taken over by these right wing nut jobs. <laughs> like it was like I remember it was like wicked funny. Like when the original like Pepe discourse was happening in like 2016. Like I had like a couple of friends from like college who like were like they're stealing my Pepe's. <laughs> I can't use Pepe anymore. Everybody thinks I'm a nut job. Like. <laughs> Rare and it's like if, you're like if you're like a redditor like pepe's been around for like was around 4chan. for a long time yeah like yeah. it was just wicked funny that it like that's how it happened um yeah <laughs> and the artist is such a nice dude and he's just like oh man i mean just a character that's kind of anxious and hangs out with his friends <laughs> truly truly the nature of the internet just like nuts destroying so what does that say about the Democrats? They're so calculated and then they're so, uh, what's it called, poll tested that they don't have anything organic that comes out for them. Whereas the right wing just has these slogans and memes that just keep coming out because they just run with it. What's, what, what is a Democratic slogan? Like, what is, what is a slogan from the left besides Build Back Better? Like, those, is slow-mo, there a, those slow-mo videos of Joe and Kamala walking <laughs> to various buildings. It's just it's just cornier. Like what, did you see really the one with Kamala? Is. Kamala with those kids, and those kids were all actors, and she's talking about like space and some shit, and it was just cringe. Yeah, they it's don't. It's because the libs are the ones who are going to like use a like six month too late meme format to like jump onto. Pokemon go to the polls. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's the entire party. Literally, right. the entire party. Right. Explain how you feel about student debt and six emojis or less. Right. Exactly. <laughs> we get like it's like they get the yeah they get like the crazy. I forgot about that one. The right wing gets like the 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 absolute insane shit, and we get like AOC and attacks the rich dress at the Met Gala. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what we get. <laughs> and meanwhile, Trump's <laughs> tweeting like. <laughs> gifts of 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 him like photoshopped onto wrestlers like smashing chairs over cnn's head (laughs) it's just just, they were they were better at the game they were they were they were so much better at the like it's it's we lost the posting wars oh we lost the posting wars so hard it was like it was it was brutal 
it was we didn't stand a chance. Um, nah, like no, like it's like, memorable. and it's like, and now that he's been gone for a while, like it, it must be said. Like he truly, like Trump, like Twitter we lost has, a great one. Twitter has been a sadder, less funny place since since Trump was banned from Twitter, and it was 100%. like, yeah, like one hundred percent, and like in the same regard, like I even recognize, like I'm not one of those, like I'm not like an asshole, like Greenwald, who like. Ooh, who like doesn't, who like doesn't, like refuses to acknowledge that obviously like Trump did incite some crazy shit just because of Twitter. Like it's foolish to not say that he didn't. I'm not, I'm not getting into the morality of whether or not it should have been. The uh, most fun things are the worst for you. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like cigarettes. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. 100%. (laughs) But like, yeah, as far, as far as like Twitter entertainment value, just like reading Trump's tweets and then just like going to them religiously and just seeing like this like never ending this like never ending response chain of just like these people who made like a weird temporary career of being like Trump reply guys and it was just like <laughs> fucking the Krasensteins and like it just was like the weird it yeah. was just like it was just the weirdest period dude it was like these people who were like wicked obsessed with Robert Mueller like it was just like you sir (laughs) (laughs) oh my god man i do the theatrics were through the roof oh my god the theatrics the the neuroses yeah and it's it it is um yeah nothing will ever be better than the fake moral outrage the day he got covid was the funniest day ever that was that was the funniest day ever on twitter um (laughs) yeah that was a that was a great one for sure we should probably wrap this up. Yeah. Um, Let's just say that this uh, presidency has definitely been a lot less entertaining than the Trump one for sure. <laughs> and the result yeah, is still really, the same. Nothing's, really nothing's really changing. Yeah, nothing's really changing for the American population. I, I thought Biden was going to be way funnier. And it's just yeah, sad. I know. We're all, they don't the let gaps. him off the leash. They don't fucking no. let him. They don't let him spit. They don't let him talk about fucking corn pop. It's the worst part of his presidency. Yeah. Like, that was know, the only least... consolation was at least we'll get more fucking corn pop. Yeah. Yeah, I know. We get that. Yeah, we don't. We don't even get that. We get him we fucking get... shitting his pants. <laughs> <laughs> we at least get him we at least get him falling asleep at the UN, which was just like objectively hilarious. <laughs> it's just like just but like at this point, like now it's just sad. Like UN, it's just like it's sad. It's just sad, but it's like this. Like this is the guy. Like this is who we got. It's like <laughs> this you know, is the guy. Got, this is who we got, guys. Dude. This is what we got to work with. Uh, it's we'll like see where it goes from here. Yeah, yeah, we'll see where it goes from here. Anyways, that's a wrap. Um, so, yeah, peace out.